This podcast includes adult themes and discussion. We know it's why you're here. Listening discretion is advised. <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome to uh, Hissing and Kissing, episode four. Titillating tentacles. <laughs> Titillating tentacles. I have written down, uh, down from below. <laughs> down from below. Um, so I'm excited about this one. Uh, it's, I feel like this is uh, maybe our, our most taboo one to date, which, you know, we're only four episodes in, but. Oh, I, you think? Oh, yeah, to date, yes. To date, to date. <laughs> I was just thinking of the ones we have coming up. No, 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 no. So far, so far. Uh, I think this is where it's going to get weird. Durr. Uh. <laughs> we just descend every time. Ooh, just a little bit further to hell. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a ninth circle baby myself. <laughs> uh, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Hosier's new album, so that checks oh. out. Oh. <laughs> Um, I'm Sarah. I'm Jess. I don't know if we introduced ourselves in our last episode. It's fine. It well, they should know who we are by now. <laughs> if you don't, you'll learn. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, we're going to talk about, uh, about all, all kinds of tentacles today. And, uh, <laughs> my, one of my favorite cosplays, I cosplay Ursula a lot. So I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very excited. <laughs> Um, I've been preparing all day. <laughs> and I, I actually didn't realize how much, like, monster tentacle romance I had on my Kindle until this episode. I was like, ooh. I was like, have I read enough? And yes, I have. Um, so <laughs> so this episode is going to consist of, I think we had some, some broad topics, right? So we have crack, the Kraken. Um, we have, like, tentacles in general. Monsters with tentacles. Um, what else did this sort of encompass? We're going to talk about hentai. I think yes. it's, it's about time we properly introduce the topic. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, in, in doing some reading, I found some really interesting things out about it. So I'm excited to, mm-hmm. to kind of like dive into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but anything you want to like, any thoughts before we, we jump into the pool with the Krakens? Um. <laughs> oh, what can I say? <laughs> I'm just gonna say I'm into it. This yeah. is a big one for me. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. 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 So it's a it's gonna be an orifice filling good time. Oh. So <laughs> that's that's one for the sound clip bank. Um. <laughs> So, uh, let's start a little bit with, uh, with tentacle erotica, uh, sort of in the background, uh, of that. And, um, it is Japanese in origin and some of the earliest examples of, of tentacle erotica were woodblock prints, um, depicting women being violated by octopuses, Mm -hmm. Um, from about uh, 1780 to 1786 in that sort of um, time frame. 
And then you also get a really famous instance of an illustration from 1814 uh, known as the Dream of the Fisherman's Wife. Um, Makes an appearance in Mad Men. Oh, I've never seen a Mad Men. Oh, they put it up in his office. Oh! (laughs) A A print of it. Oh! Uh, Yeah. And then I also learned the image was brought up to date uh, in 2001 with a work called Sarah and the Octopus, which I feel like is uh, (laughs) very relevant. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But one thing I found really interesting about this is um, Western audiences oftentimes interpret the these kind of prints as uh, rape but they would not have been seen that as as that they were consensual like <laughs> both the uh, the octopus and the woman were shown to be enjoying it um so i think this is where you sort of get this weird not weird but this um this kind of clashing of cultures where western culture is like oh it's we've got the prudish you know this is this is a, a violating thing happening but in reality it was conceived to be erotic and pleasurable and actually not rapey. Mm-hmm. So, uh, which I thought was, was interesting. Um, and so, so going from there, the earliest animated form of tentacle erotica was from 1985. Um, it was called Dream Hunter Rim. And then it sort of um, kind of sprung up from there. Then we've got... Uh, heroes being attacked by monsters with tentacles, and that kind of goes into the tentacle erotica in manga, um, sort of all the way from 1968 to the 70s to present day. And then we've gotten some live-action tentacle assault. Um, <laughs> once the Western <laughs> culture sort of got a hold of it, um, we have some B-movie a content in the 70s um, and the early 80s. And then, of course, we have things like uh, Sam Raimi's Evil Dead. If you've seen that, there's a very iconic woods vine tentacle scene for mm. absolutely no reason whatsoever. <laughs> but <laughs> um, but just to, to add to the above, uh, the hentai is a genre of Japanese manga and anime characterized by over overtly sexualized characters and explicit images and plots. Um, so it, it used to be a lot more and then kind of more erotic. And then after World War II, it, it got a little bit um, more censored. Um, there was yeah, an article off. was added to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, since animators couldn't legally depict male genitalia at that time, they created a surrogate. Tentacles. <laughs> um, so, that's sort of where uh, tentacle erotica comes from. That's sort of like the origin of it. Um, and then we can sort of get into tentacle monsters. I, I just want to add that my favorite part about the whole um, obscenity law thing mm-hmm. um, was that... Um, it partially arose, um, or you have to blame Lady Chatterley's lover. Oh. Lady Chatterley's lover. Um, that's where the current interpretation of the law originates. Um, because they deemed that book obscene. And they used that book as, to help define obscene. 
Isn't that wild? That is, I mean, Thanks, Lady is, Chatterley's lover. It is a little, it, it is a little scandalous, uh, especially for the time, but also uh. great. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if you've seen the latest adaptation of that on a tangent, but no, it's on my list. Oh, it's very good. It's very good. <laughs> um, so I, I wrote down notable tentacle monsters. So. Let's start with uh, the big beast, the Kraken. The Kraken Kraken is a legendary sea monster of enormous size, said to appear in the sea between Norway and Iceland. So this is really from a specific region. Um, It was first described in about the 1700s. And it, they think, you know, it sort of came from the fact that they were giant sea squid as well as um, it, the imagery sort of came from, if you've ever seen uh, like a, a a whale like breaching out with its mouth open, like a mm. baleen kind of crazy looking mouth um, feeding. I don't know if that makes sense what I just said. <laughs> You know, do you know what I mean? Like, if you've seen, like, yeah. a humpback whale. Yeah, okay. So, the, like, it, monster size. <laughs> um, but it wasn't really defined as an octopus until about 1753. Um, and in the 19th century, they sort of got into, like, oh, it's a giant octopus. And then, obviously, Victor Hugo got a, a hold of that. And Jules Verne got a hold of that. It sort of became a legend in itself. Mm-hmm. Um and it really stems from a lot of it of giant squids, which grow between 12 and 15 meters for Americans, 40 to 50 feet, <laughs> which is <laughs> which is big. It's huge, you know. Um, so, so where do we see Kraken in popular imagery? Uh, right off the bat, Pirates of the Caribbean, huge Kraken, massive. Um, we have a Kraken in Clash of the Titans. Um, Arguably the most famous Kraken. Yeah, I would say so. I would say it's between that and Pirates. I mean, a lot of people are not as familiar with Clash of the Titans as they used to be. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, We have uh, the Marvel Universe. There's a Kraken in the Marvel Universe. Um, There's a Seattle Kraken hockey team. And then um, Game of Thrones, Song of Ice and Fire, House Greyjoy Sigil is a Kraken as well. You know what? Theon could have gotten it. Uh, he did get something. <laughs> I felt for that. I felt for that boy. I felt for that boy. He got something. Was <laughs> it? It wasn't great. Um, no. <laughs> so then, some other tentacle monsters that we have. We have um, Cthulhu, which Cthulhu. I want to say. I want to say Chihulu, uh, which is not <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and Cthulhu. Yeah, honestly, I've been struggling with this word for days. Um, <laughs> Uh, Cthulhu is a cosmic entity created by H.P. Lovecraft. Um, it's been featured since in numerous popular culture references. Um, but I, we just want to say, um, you know, we have to acknowledge that H.P. Lovecraft was a racist and a white supremacist, as well as a classist. And, you know, we don't support that viewpoint. And, you know, me personally, I embrace the idea of taking an idea and running with it. But you have to acknowledge that it came from a problematic creator. Absolutely. You know, because it is it is a popular tentacle monster and has its own kind of roots in popular culture, but it doesn't come from a great place. So, you know, we do acknowledge that, um, even though 
it is kind of an iconic monster. But what I like particularly about Cthulhu's visualization is that the te- it's like an octopus head, mm-hmm. and then I often see like a man body. Yeah. And that is a wonderful mix of the two for myself. <laughs> and something that's very similar to that, I learned, is the Mind Flayer from Dungeons and Dragons. Ah. It's a, it's a very similar uh, humanoid body with an octopus-like head. Um, so it's kind of that Cthulhu type, uh, imagery as well, which, you know, it's, it's fun because it gives you multiple options. And in Stranger Things. Yeah. Same thing. It has the long tentacles, uh, kind of. Like, um, I'm thinking that scene with, um, in the mall. Yeah. When the Mind Flayer gets Billy. Oh, Billy. Rest in peace, Billy. Well, <laughs> well even think that um, when, in the last season, when they're in the house trying to get to Vecna. Oh, yeah. And the yeah. vines get them, you know? Yes, All connected. True. Those are very tentacle-esque. Um, mm. <laughs> I wrote, they were less tentacly, in my opinion, in Stranger Things. <laughs> Um, some other tentacle kind of monster creatures. Uh, we have Flurkin. Which What's a Flurkin? Flurkin's um, is uh, Captain Marvel's cat that oh, goes into right. the tentacle. Yeah. Um, right. We have uh, the Sarlacc. Oh. You know, a, a space, a space sand tentacle. What is it? The the pit of of. Um despair the, no <laughs> of tar- tartoon no carcoon something like that anyways plocoon what no okay. <laughs> whoa oh. i forgot about plocoon mm, never forget oh. <laughs> um and then i wrote down davy jones Daddy? Question mark. <laughs> Sassy. Um. Yes. My particular favorite on this list. Um, yeah. Not only for the British accent. <laughs> not only for the heartfelt sentiments, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but also for the suction cuppy suction cuppers. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like the little short ones on the face. Those ones always get to me. Oh, on his nubbies. face is yeah. Yeah. Like the like the one that holds the key, like the little one. Uh huh. Yeah. Those are my favorite. Yeah. Uh, I get you. I feel you. <laughs> you don't need. You know. Listen, size mm. doesn't matter. <laughs> well, you got options there. You, you got know? options. It's like a Goldilocks situation. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Exactly like Goldilocks. <laughs> This one's too big. Um, <laughs> um, so, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, kinks when when we're talking about tentacles and krakens and things of that matter. Yes, yes. Well, the tentacles in and of themselves that yeah. that that is that is a kink. Um, gang bang. That I think that's the big one. I think that's the big one because we got multiple orifices being filled. Multiple. So, so here's my question: Is it is it considered a gangbang if it's from one monster with one other person or creature? Well, not technically, but the same way that like 
tentacles have come about because of um, censorship. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah, it, it's it's a it's a it's replacing. You know, mm-hmm. so all the tentacles filling all the holes is a mm-hmm. replacement for the gangbang. Right, but much more intimate. So how lovely is that? You know, you get. You get stuffed like a Thanksgiving turkey, <laughs> but for the one person and, or creature. <laughs> and, and I think, I think something that is tied with that, with with the 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 uh, multiple orifices, is the <laughs> is the overstimulation, not just physically oh, yes. but mentally. You know, it's it's you got a lot going on. Um, and, and you got to either focus on a lot of stuff or, or it takes away that focusing. It takes away that power or control in that kind of specific way. And also there's an element like to the, to the gangbang thing of like Mm. discovering, um, a a discovery of your sexuality. Yeah, absolutely. I've noticed, Mm -hmm. um, like, so the, um, I'll get to the, the, the book that I read today, but there was a lot of like, oh, like she'd never had anal before, or yeah. Um, yeah. And, like some other holes had never been filled before that were filled. So it, like discovering of like yeah, discovering your 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 things that that do it for you. Yeah, that's Which that's I think interesting. Is very fascinating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. T- being tied up. Yeah, restraint, yes. Restraint, yes. Yeah. Um, and um, and I think like playing into that a little bit, like Shibari. Yeah, it, it is, almost um, is. Which, uh, Shibari is a rope bondage, um, a Japanese rope bondage. But um, uh, yeah, I've noticed like um, like some ha- like dangling mm-hmm. as well, which is which is common in Shibari, like yeah. uh, being suspended. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the consensual non-consent. Yeah, just like well. our alien episode kind of yeah. ties in. But there were a lot of tentacles with the aliens, too, for some reason. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think when you think of things like um, like a squid or an octopus, they are very alien. You know, they are that kind of... There is a theory out there that octopus are actually aliens that just ended up here. Um the validity of that, of course, is... But I've seen it on the webs. Well, if it's on the webs... It must it be true. It must be true. <laughs> Especially if it's on Facebook, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, I think that's yeah. where all the, the real news comes from. Of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think those are the main... I think those are the main ones that I, that I've seen come up in particular. Yeah. Yeah, not so much uh, romance related. Uh, right. I find for like tentacle content, it's all explicitly sexual. A lot of it is. Yeah. There's yeah. not. There's not as much romance involved. I find. No. <laughs> um. But so so I read three books. Uh. Mm. I have read three books. I was going to say in preparation for this, but only one mm. of them was in preparation for this. <laughs> Um, and they were very different. And uh, uh, one of them, the first one I'm going to talk about, was called Nora's Kraken. Mm. It's by Lee Miller. Um, and I wrote Rich Kraken with His Own Pool. And <laughs> when I was reading this book, if you'll remember, Jess, there was a point where I stopped and I sent you a video and I said, I'm screaming at what just happened. I was so into this book. And I'm going to read the line that 
immediately took me out of it. Please uh, do. And, and like this, this Kraken was like a shapeshifter. He was like rich, protective, very into pleasing her. We love to see it, you know? And then he was like, I want to have a family with this girl. Great. Uh. So they're talking about how that would work. And this is what he says. When I'm in heat, I'll create eggs I can pass to you. Sex during heat, sex meant for breeding, is a bit different, more intense. I'd secrete a chemical that would make it possible for you to accept an egg and carry it to term. That, I, literally, I was like, uh, and listen, I'm, I am not here to yuck anyone's yum. But that just broke my brain because there was no indication that's where it was going. And then it was like, I'm going to make an egg and put it inside of you. And I was like, whoa, you're you're (laughs) not a breeding kink, girly. I'm not. We've already like I I like the idea of it, but the execution icks me out. Mm -hmm. But I still read Mm -hmm. it, you know, Um, but that was that was something new for me. And I've read a lot and I was not expecting that one. but you know, it was it was cute. There was a little stalkerishness in the the book, and he protects her. We love it. Um, <laughs> the the next book I read that had tentacles in it uh, is from the book "The Time I Got Drunk and Needed a Love Potion at a Werewolf" by Kimberly Lemming. I did Lemming. see that online. Yeah, if you have not read these books by Kimberly Lemming, they are charming. They are so sweet. They are like a little bit smutty, but in like a great like fresh new way, I guess is kind of a way to say it. Uh, Cause this is definitely a werewolf. And yes, I said tentacles, um, <laughs> small spoiler. They come from a spell and it's like a specific kink of the female protagonist. And I loved it. It's very uh, woman friendly. It's very non-binary friendly. It's very kink friendly. It's very much about like exploring the unknown and body positivity and it's sweet and they're great books so if you haven't read them please do i thought it was great and i was very uh not prepared for the tentacle part because i just who's seen tentacle (laughs) coming in the werewolf book but like i was here for it It was great i i enjoyed it and then like later she's like and then there were tentacles and her friend's like word like it's very like you know it was very positive um and then the last book I read was The Kraken Sacrifice by Katie Roberts. Um, if you are a monster fucker, Katie Roberts is, like, very much uh, somebody that you should look into. All kinds of great things, you know, vampires, uh, krakens, dragons, all kinds of stuff. Um, dragons. Dr- yes, dragons. That's Ooh. actually what got me into the series, which are the Deal with a Demon series, um, which is part of The Kraken Sacrifice. And the things I loved in it, there's no pressure to reproduce. There's, like, like there's a breeding kink, but it's not, like, you have to do it. And it's always consent required, but not in a way that takes me away from the story. Like, mm. when I'm reading a story, I'm like, oh, this is great. You know, like, you're in the moment, and then it's, like, uh, like when there's, like, a, a, a strong halt, and then they're, like, picking out a condom, it takes me away from the moment. <laughs> Yeah. Obviously, save sex and stuff, but like do it in a way that like doesn't, you know. Also, it's like literature, fa- fantasy. Um, but it's it's done in a great way. <laughs> um, really wonderful non-binary representation in the book, which I think is wonderful. Um, 
she also uh, dedicates to bo- the book to every person who asked why there wasn't DP in the dragon book, which made me cackle. Um, this author's on TikTok, and sometimes she shares stuff, and it kills me. Uh, but there's a DP in this book and tentacle things. So it's fun. It's it's lighthearted. It's not too, too much. And, uh, you know, it was a good time. <laughs> So those are three things I can recommend books. They're not like heavy reading. They're pretty lighthearted, fun, tentacle, sex books. But is there an, is there an element of plot to them? Or... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a plot. Yeah, absolutely. There's plot. There's See, smut. What I read was just pure smut. Ah, you know what? That's okay, too. I, I oftentimes look for that, and then I'm like, oh, there's a plot. But, you know, it's the mood. <laughs> I'm not really. I'm not a. I'm not a tentacle uh, smut girly, but um, I. I was looking up different. Uh, I was looking up something to read, mm-hmm. and one that I kept seeing come up in my searches, is called Tentacle Entanglement oh. by Siggy Shade, and it's all online actually, which I don't recommend. By pay authors, and do it properly. Yeah. But um, I read it, um, and um, I, I don't know what to think. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, I just want, I'm going to tell you guys about it. Tell me, tell us, tell us. So, um, the, this uh, woman's friend um, gets her to listen to a YouTube meditation video okay. that will help manifest her perfect man. Uh-huh. And and in doing and in listening to it, she does manifest her perfect person, but uh-huh. it's not a man. It's 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 a shape-shifting creature oh. from a deep water world who okay. travels dimensions. Oh. And um, their world is dying, so they use this meditation video to help them attune to their mates in other dimensions. Oh, so did her friend set her up? Yeah. Oh! So, she listens to the video, wakes mm-hmm. up, and there's this shadowy, tentacly creature. And I-, I won't get too much into the plot, but basically... Yeah, every hole is filled. Every hole is filled. All right. Lots, lots of consent. Okay. She's always like, "Don't do that unless I ask you." To. And it's like, "You better." <laughs> and then she does. Um, but um, I just—it was a learning experience. Um, uh, holes that I didn't think could be filled was <gasps> for sexual pleasure. Was the urethra? Oh no! Um, that I was mean, a learning one so, for me. Some people, some people again, like that, but not me. Get away from there. Bye. Well, well, interesting enough. She, the, the, it's described that there's like different sizes. Like he can split his tentacles infinitely to get smaller and smaller and smaller. Like a catheter. So he, kind of. So he makes a teeny tiny tentacles that go into. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. Into her urethra. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the point of it is so Mm. that they find the inside of her clitoral nerves. And so he can, like, hit them from the inside. 
but through the urethra. I don't know. Somebody with a biology degree verify this information. I'm an English major. I got nothing. <laughs> um. Yes. So we we there is anal. Okay. There is um, and he gets he has um, at the end he transforms into like over time over time as they spend more time with their mate they start to take on the form of their mate oh but they never lose their like tentacles so near at the end he has both his his um oh his mating arm as they call it uh-huh that's the that's the breeding tentacle and a human penis and by the end, we get double P okay. with both human peen and tentacle peen. And it's kind of wild. <laughs> and, um, okay. And um, wh- I want to read a little bit from it. Oh, please. Um, please. Okay. This is when they're starting to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My eyes narrow. What do you need? Allow me to penetrate your body. Where? I rasp. Every orifice imaginable, he says in a voice of smoke. You must fully accept me before I show myself. Mm. I was like, all right, wild. Um, (laughs) And the way that the tentacles are described are very uh, octopus-like. Uh-huh. Okay. Which I also found was interesting. So, the tentacle winds up my arm. I run a hand over the appendage. It's cool and damp. Mm-mm. Much like how I would imagine if I plucked up the courage to touch a squid. The tentacle slithers around my breast and splits into two tendrils oh. to work at my nipple. My mind flashes with the image of a giant octopus. So, okay. this one was very octopus-centered. But, but... It's interesting there's no suction cups. It splits in two. Uh, there are, like, the, the, it, there is suctioning, but okay. it, there's a lot of, like, tentacle splitting. Um, okay. yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> and she gets in trouble with her boss from orgasming too loud. Anyways. As you do, you know. It was a wild ride of a read. That seems like a wild ride. Yeah, but I, I will say, it did get the job done of getting me hot and bothered. All right, well, you know what? I read it at work, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Um, <laughs> do you want to talk about... Uh, AO3 at yes. all? Okay. Oh, AO3, yes. Okay. So, I searched tentacles. And what did I get? We got um, a supernatural fan fiction. Oh, yeah. That's fair. Um, Mpreg? Mmm. Okay. Okay. Yep. That mm-hmm. was. Yep. That was. Uh. That, this one's a bit non-consenty, so I didn't want to. I didn't want to read any of that one. Okay. Um, but of course, and then I found a Loki Grandmaster. <laughs> oh, that goes along with our our alien episode talking about like yes. the Grandmaster, like just 
fucking anything. Who had the mm-hmm. tentacles there? Was it the Grandmaster or Loki? Um, he is is like watching Loki. He's like overseeing the tentacle fucking. Oh, <laughs> very Jeff Goldblum of him. Got yeah, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Um, this one, I would like to read this one. Um, this was my favorite that I found. Okay. It's just called Tentacle. Uh Uh-huh. It's by a writer, Ireland. But it was all in, it was in Mandarin. So I I got it translated. So some of the translation is a little off as well. Okay. And this is a Lord of the Rings tentacle one featuring Legolas. Uh, oh my goodness. Yes. So, let me set the scene. Legolas is in the Golden Forest. I, I, I'm not super adept at Lord of the Rings, so... Yeah. Um, and he's he's sad um, about the elves of Mithrandil. And he's um, at the edge of a lake. Uh-huh. And out comes tentacles from the lake. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, now for a dramatic reading. <laughs> and again, th- this is translated, so it's a little off. Okay. Legolas was lying on the grass. His snow-white naked carcass was tightly entwined by tentacles, making it difficult to move. He was extremely panicked. His body trembled uncontrollably. His mouth was full. And the sticky and slippery liquid secreted by the tentacles covered his skin, making him feel sick and uncomfortable. Oh, God! (laughs) Two tentacles passed through his armpit, stroking the delicate skin. The (laughs) The slender tip covered Legolas's flat chest, rubbing the soft breasts. (laughs) The pink and sensitive nipples were pressed and teased by the tentacles, scratched and pulled gently. The lust was fully awakened, and a burst of numb pleasure spread through the whole body, mm-hmm. through the nerves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. It's the armpit um, play for me. Yeah, <laughs> it's the breast play for me. <laughs> Legolas moaned and panted helplessly. His body was surging. The wet and greasy tentacles wrapped around his calf, penetrated deep into the root of his leg, and the tip stuck to the private fleshy seam between his legs to rub gently his pointed ears. It turned red in an instant, Mm. and the legs were pulled further apart, revealing the soft and wet hole. And the lewd water secreted from the flower hole dripped down the inner thigh. There's a lot happening here. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that was my particular uh, <laughs> favorite. <sighs> At one point, the tentacle speaks and says, little guy, don't be <laughs> No, that's what got me. Little guy. That's it. That, that Everything else, fine. But the, the little guy? No, I'm done. I'm done. Uh, catch, catch me I'm going to con- whisper that in my lover's ear next <laughs> Catch me at con going up to, like, every leg less and be like, little guy. And, like, they have no idea what's going on. <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing. Anyways, that was... Uh... <sighs> 
little guy. I'm not bothered. <laughs> You're a little guy. <laughs> oh, I can't. That's amazing. That's my favorite part. Yeah. I know it's I know it's translation, but like my God, little guy. He's little just guy. a little guy. <laughs> it's just a little guy. <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, so that's been our dramatic reading from AO3. I love that. <laughs> um, well, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to follow that up, but uh, I want to talk about my f- my favorite tentacle character, which is Ursula. <laughs> I love the cartoon version of her. I love uh, the new version of her with Melissa McCarthy. I, I haven't seen that one. Oh, my God. It's what know. my new cosplay is. I, I'm obsessed with her. Um, I loved her in Once Upon a Time. I love her. And listen, she's a savvy businesswoman, okay? She knows how to negotiate contracts. She knows how to make a good deal. And she <laughs> knows the value of those titties. And that is the important thing, okay? Listen, she is smart. And if the mermaid is an idiot, that's not her problem. <laughs> Okay, it's true. Yeah, it's mermaid, true. The mermaid did. You gonna look at me and tell me I'm lying? Yeah, exactly. Sixteen year old, you love him? Okay. Well, you're okay. just a dumbass. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I love her. And listen, by the time this podcast is uploaded, I will be dressed as her at Dragon Con, living my yes, best life. Yes, please catch Sarah at Dragon Con. Say, come up, say hi. Say hi. If you see a seductress in tentacles walking around. Yeah. Come up. I have ribbons that say, if you can't fuck them, cosplay them. So (laughs) get one for me. Just on brand. (laughs) Um, But she's my favorite. And uh, she is near and dear to my heart. And I have been cosplaying her since 2019. And I will continue to cosplay her. Which version could get it? Of her? Yeah. All of them. I don't All care. of them. Listen, you I know, think there's not enough female tentacled. There's not, creatures. and I feel like she's definitely like a a, a plus size queen, and I love her. Mm. But I feel like in the movie, and also she's like based off of like iconic drag queens, right? Like which I also love. She's mm-hmm. just there's everything about her. I just I love divine. so much. Divine, yes, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> When you see her in the parks, it's almost like they make a mockery of her. Like, they make her chin, like, four times as big. And I'm like, which there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I'm a plus-size girly. I get it. But, like, she's a savvy businesswoman. She was wasting away. Her brother was a dick. Be (laughs) nice to her. You know? Like, be nice. And if she happens to take advantage of a situation, I'm sorry she's smarter than you. Be better. I don't know what to tell you. You know? And now for our Akatar plug of the episode. And also, I just realized we didn't get one in for aliens. So, yeah, you got us there. You got us there. But, um, I just wanted to do a shout out to Azriel. Shadow Daddy. Shadows are basically tentacles. Mm-hmm. And also to Zayden from Fourth Wing. We haven't seen those, we haven't seen either of their shadow tentacles in action yet, but I have high hopes. I have immensely high hopes. Oh, somebody immensely. just finished Fourth Wing. Hmm. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. No spoiler. Hmm. That's for anybody, but it's good shit. It's good shit. It's good shit. Agreed. Yeah. It's um, good shit. Mm-hmm. 
So before we end the episode, we had a little bit of listener feedback. Um, uh-huh. We had somebody comment the character of Rain from at no men underscore comic. Uh, they said his tentacles have me feral, which we love that energy. Um, I'm not familiar with that character, but I'm going to look him up. Yeah, so I looked him. I looked that up after we got that comment, mm-hmm. and the pictures are sending me up exactly as the commenter described. Fucking feral. Oh my god, I'm going to have to look this up. They got me. I love it. Um, and then we got uh, another Ursula, so Team Ursula, we love to see it. Um, we got a Kraken, and then we got two Davy Jones mm-hmm. from Pirates of the Caribbean, so... Uh, other people love those little oh, tentacles. David Jones. Um, those little, 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 little nubbins. Little nubbins. Um, little nubbins. And that's our that's our tentacle episode. So, have you been titillated by these tentacles? <laughs> if so, you should follow us on our socials. Absolutely. What do we got? We got uh, Instagram. on Instagram. We are Hissin' and Kissin' Podcast. And on TikTok, we are hissin.kissin.pod. And um, if you want to shoot us an email, we're hissin and kissin podcast at gmail.com. We'd love yeah. to hear your ideas, any feedback that you have, uh, anything like that. And subscribe to us. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple Music, anywhere where you and can get a podcast. A few more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like let us know what you think. Also, I mean, like feedback on like what to what to topics and such, but just how you're liking things. We'd love to hear from you, and we will be recruiting. You want to tell about talk about the recruitment <laughs> at DragonCon? Oh yeah, we're we're gonna be dropping cards, looking for ideas. Uh, if you see me at DragonCon, come by, give me your ideas. Um, I'm on social media at Cloak and Corset, so follow me um, uh, and come up and say hi to me if you see me at DragonCon. And uh, hopefully we're going to get some cards out, get some more viewer viewers. <laughs> this isn't visual. Viewers with your ears, uh, <laughs> listeners, and uh, build a little horny army of monster fuckers, which is our goal. Yeah. Just a community of monster fuckers. Other heathens uh, like next- us. Yes, and I will be on the hunt as well. Up next, I'll be at Rose City Comic Con, which is the end of September. Yes. Um, And then uh, a couple more in the new year, but I'm going to have some cards ready to disperse there and hopefully uh, get some of the Portlandians Absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, So in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. And uh, and stay horny, monster fuckers. Yeah, and I hope you think about your orifices being filled tonight. All right, that's enough. <laughs>